Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 26 of The Informed Catholic, episode 26. So if you like what I do and you think I'm doing a good job, please subscribe and share. You can also go to my Facebook page, The Informed Catholic on Facebook. Uh, click follow. I managed to set it up. Took me a while, but I figured it out. So now that we got that out of the way, uh, please let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so I have an article here. From the Daily Wire by Tim Pierce, last name P-E-A-R-S-E. -E. It's January 19th, 2021, Daily Wire. Pelosi on religious Americans willing to sell the whole democracy down the river over abortion. Uh, wow, she really doesn't, I mean, she really doesn't care. I'm sorry, I said it before. Her God is politics. She is a Catholic. She, you can't tell me she doesn't know what the faith is. She can't, you can't tell me this. She knows that the church is against abortion. She knows that the Catholic faith condemns the act of killing an innocent life in the womb. Okay. We have, we go back to the first century. There's two documents from the first century. I didn't know this about the letter of Barnabas. The letter of Barnabas um, it, it says you should not perform an act of abortion, procure an abortion, and you should not kill the child after it's born. This is also said in the Didier, the Didiac which is also known as the twelve teach the teachings of the twelve apostles, also condemns the 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 action of of, of uh, procuring an abortion. The the Christian faith has always condemned it for two thousand years. Why is it so hard for someone like her to, to comprehend it? I don't know. But this is something that is. Important. We, uh, I've said it before. We are an incarnation faith. Go back. Go back to the Old Testament. All right. Abraham. So desperate to want to have a child. So desperate to have to want to, uh, to have a child to carry his name, to continue his lineage. Uh, the fact is, I mean, seriously, I mean, go. You, you can see it everywhere. The importance of 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 life. The fact, even in the book of Exodus, when Pharaoh, who actually ordered a, a an imperial decree to kill the male children, casting him into the Nile, Moses' mother going desperately to, to preserve his life. These things are, uh, we've always been a pro-life faith. Herod ordering the death of all the male children of Bethlehem. Elizabeth and Zachariah, desperate, desperate and always longing to have a child. Our faith begins with the incarnation. Mary, 
it's hard to comprehend how someone who's supposed to be a Catholic, like Nancy Pelosi, can can defy the faith and think that she can she can she can escape damnation. And the fact that we have bishops that are so willing to be quiet, don't want to say anything. Joe Biden pushing for abortion. I don't understand these Catholics. I don't understand. I don't understand these bishops remaining quiet. It's 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 beyond comprehension. All right, let's let's begin this article. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat of California, accused religious Americans who cast votes for President Donald Trump of selling out the United States over the issue of abortion. Pelosi appeared on a special episode of former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's podcast. Oh, Hillary Clinton has a podcast. You and me both. Huh. On, mon on Monday to discuss the Capitol riot and the incoming Biden administration. During the roughly 30-minute conversation, Clinton and Pelosi reflected on what brought Trump to the White House, casting blame on religious Americans and their opposition to abortion. Now there's one now there's one other element that I have been talking about for a long time that gives me great grief as a Catholic. Huh. I think that Donald Trump is president because of the issue of a woman's right to, to choose, Pelosi said, when he signed that paper saying these are the judges that I will appoint. That was the dog whistle to the evangelicals, to the Catholics, and all the rest. A woman's will, a woman will not have the right to choose. And when you see the polls about impeachment now, 80% think what happened was wrong. 70 some, uh, uh, 70 some percent said he's responsible, but 40 some percent don't think he should be impeached. Well, why? On one issue, abortion. Oh, oh boy. It's as, <laughs> You know, I blame I blame this all on the bishops. I blame this on them. They a lot of them don't don't even think I mean there's that bishop of California, uh Macronori, I think his name was, he he basically does not think that abortion is the most preeminent issue in Catholicism. Um there's some other bishops, um um uh, supich um <laughs> i mean these these cronies who hold the position as successors of the apostles um do not do not do not do not put her in her place and i believe because a lot of them don't believe a lot of them don't believe it's remarkable um <laughs> It's it's unbelievable. So she has she has a hard time understanding this. Uh, I think she does. I think she does understand it. I think she understands it quite well. Um, you know, uh, it's like that incident in the Bible. Uh, Pharaoh hardens the heart. Uh, I mean, God, excuse me, the Lord hardens Pharaoh's heart. I think Nancy Pelosi's heart is hardened, and I think. They, they're a, they, they are a result of um, of bad formation, bad formation in the faith. Um, 
early on in Pelosi's life, she admitted there was a life site news. Um, John Henry Weston himself uh, looked into, into Nancy Pelosi's life, her education, her formation by nuns. And these nuns chose a very radical, um, secular humanist Catholicism that Pelosi uh, has always been Pelosi and stayed with Pelosi for the rest of her life to this very day. She doesn't believe those nuns were wrong. She thinks those nuns were uh, liberated her, and they and she she has uh, she has chosen the world. She has chosen the world, and she has made a shipwreck of her faith. The you know, it's sad because she doesn't think that every single soul that is aborted because of her policies. And the choice she has made and what she has chosen because she believes that this was the right thing. She doesn't think it's a life. She doesn't believe that those souls, those aborted souls will, will stand one day on the day of judgment and will testify against her. Because that's what we're doing. We're preventing a soul coming into the world and taking, participating properly in the life that has that, that that has been ordained by God, we have decided, people and people in this life, people like her, people like Joe Biden, and many others, especially those who are baptized Christians. And I would say it's the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're a baptized Christian or not. You have chosen to go against God's natural law. Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the earth. When Cain killed Abel the Hebrew the your brother's blood cries out to me is also plural your brother's descend uh, bloodlines the descendants that is those f- those people who would have come out of Abel the, the the generations that should have been born because Cain didn't just kill Abel he also killed Abel's the descendants that should have been born from Abel that should have come into the world. So therefore he committed genocide. When, you know, that's why when you hear like, uh, when let's say someone like Judah who had one son who, who died because he spilled his seed on the earth, he decided not to let his seed uh, produce fruit, produce uh, um, heirs, for his brother, like one one man stepped in to try to uh, has to step in to to raise children so his brother's descendants can continue. When you wipe out, when you prevent birth from life from coming, you are committing an evil sin. And when you abort a baby, you are also not just killing that baby boy or girl; you're also killing the life that should have come after them. So we are committing genocide when we do this. Now, of course, people like Pelosi and and uh, Hillary Clinton, because she went on the Hillary Clinton podcast, they don't believe it's true. They don't care. Actually, they may not even care if it is true. They don't care. So let's continue. Okay. And that is enough, Pelosi. So, okay, she stopped what she said, but 40-some 40, 40 percent don't think he should be impeached. Well, why? 
one issue, abortion. And Pelosi continues, and that is enough, Pelosi added. When you make the greed of those who want their tax cut, that's pro uh, probably a small number, but nonetheless number, and then you take the abortion issue, and many of these people are very good people, that's just their point of view, but they were willing to sell the whole democracy down the river for that one issue. She really, she thinks she nailed it. Clinton followed up and accused pro-life politicians of using a misunderstanding of Catholicism. You're not even Catholic yourself, Hillary Clinton, to obtain and use power by capitalizing on many Americans. Condemnation of abortion. That two women agree that if someone is, uh, the two women agreed that if someone is really against abortion, they should welcome contraception. No. No. Have you noticed that abortion is the number one issue and notice that no one talks about contraception, no one talks about birth control? If that's true, I mean, seriously, nobody, they talk about abortion like that there is no contraception. And the fact is you cannot prevent life from taking place. This is why sex should be used respectfully. And here, let's continue. Unbelievable. And you know, one of the terrible ironies of their position is that starting in the 90s under Democratic president, the abortion rate went way down. And with proper contraception education and stigma-free conversa uh, conversation, conversation, the numbers can continue to go way down, Clinton said. So what's really incredibly sad is how the those who in my opinion and experience do not view this issue as a priority, have used the legitimate questions, concerns, and yes, understandings of faith to obtain use and power. That's not it. They're wrong. Later on on the podcast, Clinton and Pelosi floated a conspiracy theory that Russian President Vladimir Putin was behind the riot in the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The two su supported putting together a 9-11 type commission to investigate the incident and to find out whether Trump planned with Putin to undermine the United States. Oh, they keep using the Russian boogeyman. I hope historically we will find out who Trump is beholden to. Oh boy. Who pull, who pulls his strings? Clinton said, I would love to see his phone records to see whether he was talking to Putin the day that, that the, the insurgents invaded our capital. But we know, we know, we now know that's not just him, but his enablers, his accomplices, his cult members have the same disregard for democracy. They call him, they call Trump supporters cult members. Well, if you're a Trump supporter, you're a cult member. That's, that, that's their, their conclusion. Pelosi added, I don't know what Putin has on him, politically, uh, financially or personally, but what, ha what happened last week was a gift to Putin because Putin wants to undermine democracy in our country and throughout the world. Do they want to start a World War III with Russia or something? Oh, boy. Well, okay, that's the end of this article. Now let's go to another one. All right, this is a LifeSite news article. Um, it's by Michael Haynes. All right. Uh, Pelosi's bishop says she is in direct contradiction to church teaching on abortion. No Catholic in good conscience can favor abortion. 
Our land is soaked with the blood of the innocent, and it must stop. Uh, Friday, January 22nd, that's today, uh, 2021. San Francisco Archbishop Salvador Cordiglione. Uh, very, um, almost sounds something from The Godfather, right? Uh, January 22nd, 2021. San Francisco Archbishop Salvador Cordiglione issued a strong response to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, Democrat of California, after she attacked pro-life, blaming pro-lifers, blaming them for selling out democracy by voting for pro-life President Donald Trump. Pelosi speaks in direct contradiction to a fundamental human right that Catholic teaching has consistently championed for 2,000 years, the, the Archbishop said. Okay, um, the Speaker of the House has has had more um, has had has made more her comments in a conversation with uh, Hillary Clinton, the former Secretary of State's own podcast. Pelosi, who claims to be a Catholic, blamed pro-lifers for having uh, elected Trump in the, in the White House. In 2016, and she says that I think that Donald Trump is president because the issue of a woman's right to choose. We read that already. This support for Trump pro-lifers was a source of a great grief for Pelosi as a Catholic. They're willing to sell the whole democracy down the river for that one issue, she said, before accusing pro-lifers of not being as Catholic as she because they did not have as uh, as many children as her. She also accused them for not supporting her impeachment for Trump due to supporting him on the pro-life cause. However, Pelosi's local archbishop, Salvador Cordillon, issued a statement yesterday in response to her attack on pro-life movements in correcting her on the official Catholic teaching on the immorality of abortion. Nancy Pelosi does not speak for the Catholic Church, he wrote, but only as a high-level, important government leader and as a private citizen. Not only that, she noted, uh, he noted that, that Pelosi's speaker speaks in direct contradiction to a fundamental human rights that Catholic teaching has consistently championed for 2,000 years. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states, since the first century, the Church has affirmed the moral, the, the, the moral evil of procuring abortion. This teaching has, has not changed and remains unchangeable. The San Francisco, San Francisco Archbishop made a reference to the commandment, Thou shalt not kill saying it applies all life, including life in the womb. Corleone also pointed to Pope Francis II Vatican Council and the recent statement made by Archbishop Gomez, President of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, on the day of Biden's inauguration. Gomez has written that we, Catholics, uh, we are Catholic first and re- re- reiterating the facts that abortion is a direct attack on life and also wounds the woman, the woman and undermines the family, such as it remains. The preeminent priority for bishops in, in the U.S., Gomez wrote, despite Cardinal Supich's rebuke of the statement, at least 14 bishops issued statements of support for Gomez. Good, good. You see Cardinal Supich here. Uh, doesn't doesn't agree. He doesn't want it to be because he's he's far left. He's hopeless. 
Corleone also drew attention to Biden's own inauguration speech in which he called for the unity and healing, contrasting to Pelosi's attack on Catholics. Speaker Pelosi has chosen this week to impugn the motives of millions of, of Catholics for choosing to make voting on the issue of abortion their priority and accuses them of selling out democracy. This is not the language of unity and healing. She owes the, these voters an apology. While the Archbishop agreed that there are many issues of a very grave moral consequence for Catholics to consider when voting, he, rem he reminded Pelosi that abortion must remain the chief issue. No Catholic in good conscience can favor abortion. Right to choose is a smokescreen for perpetuating an entire uh, industry that pro-life, uh, the pro-life, uh, pro, uh, I'm sorry, that profits from one of the most heinous evil imaginable. Our land is soaked with the blood of the innocent, and it must stop. Written by written um, written the day before the 48th anniversary of Roe versus Wade, which imposed abortion on demand on the entire country in, in 1973. Corleone's message is closed with. Reformation of uh, of the Catholic teaching of abortion. Well, this is good. I like I like I like that he um, he wrote this. Let's look at his statement because I know there's more to his statement that they um, that they that didn't um, didn't quote. So let's check it out. All right. So this is Most Reverend Salvatore Cordelion, January twenty first, twenty twenty one. Archbishop Cordelion responds to Speaker Pelosi's comments about pro-life voters. On Monday, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi criticized pro-life voters who voted for Donald Trump on the abortion issue, saying that their votes caused her great grief as a Catholic and accusing them of being willing to sell the whole democracy down the river for that one issue. Most Reverend Salvador J. Cordelion, Archbishop of San Francisco, issued the following statement in response. These are his words. To begin with, obvious. Uh, uh, to begin with the obvious, Nancy Pelosi does not speak for the Catholic Church. She speaks as a high-level, important government leader and as a private citizen. And on the question of the equitable dignity of human life in the womb, she also speaks in direct contradiction to a fundamental human right that Catholic teaching has consistently championed for 2,000 years. Christians have always understood that the commandments, thou shall not kill, applies to all life, including the life in the womb. Around the end of the first century, the letter of Barnabas states, you shall not slay the child by procuring abortion, nor again shall you destroy, destroy it after it's born. 1,365 years later, the Second Vatican Council affirmed life must be, be protected and with the utmost care for the moment of conception, abortion, and infanticide are abominable crimes. Okay, Pope Francis continues this unbroken teaching, addressing participants in the conference. Yes, I know I've complained about Pope Francis, but other issues, but he cannot contradict the faith. That's something he, even he knows. Continue. The, um, addressing the participants in the conference, yes to life, 
taking care of the precious gift of life in its frailty. On May 25th, 2019, he condemned abortion in the strongest possible terms. Is it licit to eliminate human life to solve a problem? Is it not licit? Uh, it is. It is not licit. Never, never eliminate human life to solve a problem. Abortion is never the answer that women and families are looking for. And just yesterday, January 20th, 2021, Archbishop Gomez, president of the United States Ca Conference of Catholic Bishops, really reiterated the declaration of the U.S. bishops that abortion is for Catholics the preeminent priority. In doing so, he acted rightly and collaboratively in his role as USCCB president, and I am grateful for him for doing so. Wow. Okay, so... Um, Okay, continue. Preeminent does not mean only, of course. There are certainly many evils we must confront and many good goods we must pursue. In the in, in the inaugurated speech yesterday, in the inaugural speech yesterday, President Biden gave a moving call to unity and healing. He offered what I would call a litany of compa uh, of compassion bringing before the eyes of the nations the suffering of people across the wide spectrum of issues. In my experience, advocates for unborn children also work diligently to be of service in many of these causes as well. Speaker Pelosi has chosen this week to, to impugn the motives of millions of Catholics and others for choosing to make voting on the issue of abortion their priority and accuse them of selling out democracy. This is not language of unity and healing. She owes these voters an apology. Good for you. All right. So there we have it. We have at least he, um, he spoke out and put her in her place, but she needs to be put in her place. <laughs> All right. This is another article from life site news, pro-life mass in Columbus cathedral disrupted by pro-life abortion protesters. I'm going to play a clip. This is this should this is very disturbing. Okay, and uh yeah, it's um the activists, there was an activist, activists were displaying posters with messages that read fund abortion not cops, abortion on demand and and end the Hyde amendment now, which Biden is threatening he will do. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, this is a, hold on. Okay, here it is. Keep it under the cathedral. People holding signs and being dragged by the security. Someone wearing a, a rainbow flag. And they're being pushed out by parishioners. This is ridiculous.
when eight reproductive freedom activists stormed, eight reproductive stormed into the St. Joseph Cathedral downtown on Friday morning during the day of prayer for the legal protection of the unborn children. And then they're out in the street. This church teaches hate, they're yelling. Okay, that ends it there. Okay, so are you happy with the way things are now? Now that Biden is in the White House, they feel strengthened. And now that you have a pro-abortion a pro president and with remarks like what Nancy Pelosi said, it, this is going to be a very difficult two to four years. I say two to four years because, first of all, I don't think the Republicans are going to gain any strength. I think the best thing for us to do, along with, I agree with President Trump, you cannot rehabilitate the Republicans. There's no way to rehabilitate the Republicans. We need a whole third new party. I don't know how, but I will support the Republicans only to a point because I don't believe they have, they just, they're too compromising. All right, let's continue with the article. Columbus, Ohio, January 22nd, 2021. This is by David McLoon. Uh, he's the, the author of this article. A group of pro-abortion activists this morning stormed the Catholic Cathedral of St. Joseph in downtown Columbus, Ohio, and disrupted a pro-life mass that was being celebrated at the time. During the mass, which was celebrated by local Robert J. Brannon, Eight activists paraded around the pews inside the cathedral, displaying posters with messages that read, Fund abortion, not cops, abortion on demand, and, and end the Hyde Amendment now. The Hyde Amendment is a legislative provision barring the, US, uh, the use of federal funds to pay for abortion with the exception of certain cases like incest or rape. Pro-abortion President Joe Biden had long supported the Hyde Amendment, but in 2019 changed his position to appease a radical pro-abortion voters. The mostly female group inside St. Joseph Cathedral was chanting 2468, this church teaches hate, as they marched around the church building before scuffling with police and security who were trying to escort the protesters out. Today, Mass was celebrated as part of the U.S. Bishop's Respect Life Program. January 22nd marks the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. The Supreme Court ruling, the, ruling that effectively legalized abortion in all 50 states. The Day of Prayer for Legal Protection of the Unborn Children is organized annually in dioceses across the country. On their way out, the pro-abortion group can be heard verbally abusing 
the security team by screaming obscenities. Of course, they're like they're possessed like demons. After they were successfully escorted out, the group remained outside the cathedral, shouting insults back to the congregation inside, including "Jesus hates you," <laughs> and I'll and if hell is real, you can burn in it. I'm sorry. This is coming from them. Before mass had begun, the director of the diocese office for social concerns, Jerry Freewell, said that we are all called to respect life and love our neighbor. They're all made in the image of God. <laughs> These people, those people need need an exorcism. <laughs> all right, that was that one there. Uh, let's look for another one. <laughs> 